Welcome to the I Believe Podcast, an Acure Insight production, brought to you by Castle Biosciences. I'm your host, Danae Peterson, a fellow ocular melanoma survivor. Here on the podcast, we'll be sharing information and insights on treatments, research, and living with ocular melanoma. Castle Biosciences is a proud sponsor of this I Believe podcast. Castle Biosciences tests are designed to provide clinicians precise and personalized tumor information for the benefit of patient care. If you would like more information about how Castle is transforming the treatment of eye cancer, visit castletestinfo.com. Welcome to the I Believe podcast. I'm your host, Danae Peterson, and um, I have with me a special guest. Her name is Terry Wingham. Um, and is that how you pronounce your last name, Wingham? It okay. is. I just had a moment. I'm like, oh, I should have asked that. But Terry's going to be joining us, and she's going to be talking about her um, her organization that she has founded. And I wanted to bring that to you guys, to our patient demographic. Terry Wingham is the CEO and the founder of A Fresh Chapter, or AFC. And she believes that people are not defined by the most difficult parts of their story. And she's passionate about helping others to redefine and reclaim their lives, whether they're living with or beyond cancer. Terry is a committed global health advocate who also loves photography, travel, hiking, and any opportunity to create a meaningful connection with others. Um, And I was fortunate enough to actually get connected with Terry from one of our other patients who interviewed, I think in March, either March or April, um, Ariel, and she has done some of the different programs that a fresh chapter has for cancer patients. So um, Terry, I'm just going to turn it over to you to kind of tell us a little bit about your story and I will you know, ask questions as I see them come up in the chat or um, if I have them and we will just kick, kick this off. Sounds great, Danae. It's such a pleasure to be with you today. So um, yes, I'm Terry. I'm the founder of a fresh chapter and I was diagnosed with a pretty aggressive breast cancer in 2009. And at the time, I was a headhunter in the technology industry, focused on my career, friends, yoga, the things you do when you're not yet married, and looking for a husband, (laughs) because that's where I was at, Um, and found myself suddenly a cancer patient. And I felt, for me, I felt really well supported when I was going through cancer treatment. I had great family and friend support, uh, everything from meals to take me to treatment to having someone come and clean my apartment. But I really struggled with the emotional side of cancer, especially as I was coming through treatment and trying to figure out what's next. Who am I now? I felt like I'd gone through uh, like a midlife crisis. I was questioning everything about sort of my life and, and where I would go from here. And I felt like a lot of people thought that once my hair started to grow back, that I must go back to who I'd been before. So I really struggled with that. What now? Who am I now? Where do I go from here? And I was in a pretty dark place. Um, And it was through that that I started wanting to feel inspired again and wanting to feel like something other than cancer could be the most recent story of my life. And I got inspired to sign up to volunteer in South Africa, something that I would never have done before cancer. It was a big leap out of my comfort zone. But it was this jolt that I needed to, to move from feeling really victimized by cancer to feeling like maybe something new was possible in my life. And so that was the beginning of the start of a fresh chapter was I went to uh, Cape Town, South Africa, and I spent six weeks volunteering in an underfunded daycare. And I had such a jolt of perspective. You know, I got on the plane feeling really angry, really victimized, really mad at my life. And I met people who struggled to feed and clothe their children, you know, and they also, you know, hadn't met anybody, a lot of them that had been impacted by cancer. So it was this really beautiful exchange of me understanding that struggle is universal, but also seeing a lot of resilience. 
And that's what inspired the start of a fresh chapter. That's amazing. Um, well, I love, I love the idea of just taking, taking the place of like, okay, I feel so victimized by this circumstance and, and flipping it a little bit by just kind of immersing yourself in the struggles of others. Um, not that that's, you know, obviously on such a, a high level, sometimes that's not as possible for everyone, depending on where they are in their treatment. But like you said, like with your journey, you were done with treatment and still just navigating all of the unknown of what does the future look like now that you've had treatment and it was successful, you still have scans, you still have all the emotional scarring that the trauma of cancer leaves you like now what? <laughs> so I think that's really neat. Tell us a little bit more about, you know, after that first trip, you know, that was kind of the inspiration for our first chapter, but then like, what, what kind of launched it the rest of the way um, to where it is today? So I started with um, fundraising for a trip around the world uh, in 2012, because I was trying to figure out what it might look like to take a group of cancer patients, survivors, and caregivers to another country. There's a lot of factors to, that come into play. Um, and so I went to different countries, looked at different partner organizations, and then landed on a partnership with an organization in India. And so we did our first program in India in 2013, brought together six Canadians, six Americans for a two-week immersive volunteer experience in India. And we continued to grow from there. We built programming in South Africa, in Costa Rica and Peru, and we're continuing to scale that two-week immersive model, but we started to build out this broader psychosocial support curriculum that would happen virtually before people traveled, on site, as well as after people traveled. And so it was the year before COVID hit that a mentor of mine started to ask me, would we do something virtually? Um, and so we started to build out a 10-week virtual program and we finished the pilot the day before the country and the world shut down for COVID. So really taking a lot of those same concepts that we used to teach when we were traveling and really bringing them to people in a more um, accessible format. You know, thinking that not everybody's able to travel, but this was before none of us were able to travel for a couple years. This is years. true. <laughs> yeah. And so that's so, what we're continuing to do. Yeah, so so you doing... guys kind of have basically brought it from this in-person, you're on this two-week immersive experience to a virtual platform where you have these exactly. courses and different, um, different ways to kind of teach people to navigate some of the ups and downs that come with a cancer diagnosis. Exactly. So a lot of the themes that we cover in our 10-week Ignite program relate to cancer, but they also just relate to life. You know, like how do you navigate uncertainty? How to feel more resilient in your life? How to think about who you want to share your story to, story with, who's going to show up for you. So we explore a variety of themes through the Ignite program, um, and then it's now become a prerequisite to travel. So hopefully one day we will be back on the road again. We've continued to do some really exciting work in Kenya, even through COVID, where we've taken our 10-week curriculum and we've worked with Kenyan patients, survivors, and advocates, and we've adapted it for the Kenyan culture. And now we have Kenyans facilitating Ignite in Kenya, uh, but we look forward to hopefully in 2023 bringing together another cross-cultural group. So people from the U.S. and Canada with people in Kenya and just continuing that work in person. So Ignite has been a real focus for us here in North America as well as in Kenya. And then we also launched um, our Empower workshops last year, uh, which are standalone one to two hour workshops that really give people just a bite-sized taste of some of what we offer. They're designed to be really interactive and they're designed to um, be something that people can fit in and around their life. You know, life is busy. Just because people have cancer doesn't mean they have other, don't have other things that they're dealing with, whether that's treatment or families or jobs or, 
just a range of other things. And so Empower is designed to meet people where they are um, in terms of just a taste of fresh air. Yeah, no, like a small, a small taste. And I know that we have um, kind of just been posting about those with you guys just so that we can hopefully get the word out that those are happening. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, this episode will help um, just spread the news around those Empower workshops. But can you kind of backtrack a little bit and talk to us about uh, the Ignite program and what is what does that entail? Like, what does it look like? Um, you mentioned that it's a 10-week program, but, you know, what do those 10 weeks kind of cover maybe broadly? And then um, and then kind of what does is, what is the setting look like for that course? Um, and then I guess maybe just, just because I know, like, we're all, all of us are cancer patients. We understand that, like, there are so many different things that we pay for. So just kind of clarify, you know, how do patients qualify for this? Is there a scholarship program or is it free? Um, and then I guess just how do they, how do they get to be a part of the Ignite program itself? Great questions. And so Ignite um, has an application process twice a year. It's free for people impacted by cancer. And so people would apply um, and then go through an interview process where they get a chance to speak to an alumni. So somebody who's been through the program to see if it's a good fit. You know, it's really Ignite is designed for people who are seeking something in their life, seeking sort of new perspectives, new tools, new resources. It's really much broader than cancer, so it's not necessarily a traditional support group where we don't come together once a week and talk about our cancer stories. We talk about sort of the broader ways cancer has impacted our lives. And so over the course of this 10-week program, um, it's a weekly meeting, a weekly one-hour meeting happening on Zoom with two facilitators and a cohort of 12 people. So small groups with this idea that you go through this 10-week experience, you get access to new tools and perspectives. So each week is a new theme. We start with uh, the theme of curiosity. We talk about different themes like navigating uncertainty, creating change in our lives. And so each week you get introduced to some new content, there's discussions, there's reflection opportunities, there's some homework in between, but there's also an opportunity to connect one-on-one with each other member of your circle, each other member of the group, so that hopefully by the end you have 11 new friends um, and you've been introduced to 10 new themes that have given you new perspectives in your life. And really, it's the starting point to entry into the Fresh Chapter community where you can get access to ongoing alumni programming, the potential to travel. Those, those programs usually include a fundraising component and or a scholarship application process, but it's sort of the entry point into more um, programming beyond Ignite. Gotcha. Okay, so the Ignite program is that twice a year, so kind of, I guess, is that biannually? Um, biannually application process, and um, and it's a 10-week, like a 10-week commitment to just come and be part of the cohort of 12 people. And so these are, um, I guess, generally, they are not necessarily going to be, you know, cancer patients that have exactly the same cancer as you. And, well, I mean, I feel like that's, that's a kind of a given, like if you're helping a cancer community of all cancer patients, then, you know, it would, it would be very broad. But what have you found just within within the, these kinds of Ignite programs, um, what have you found about the, the differences and the similarities, I guess, between patients with, you know, maybe a rare cancer versus a more common cancer? Um, I mean, as common as common can be. Right. Well, and that's the goal is bringing together people from across the gender spectrum, all types of cancer, all stages of disease. We found that it helps people see their own stories from different perspectives, you know, and, and really creating a place where everybody belongs. So that my hope is that one day, you know, people go through Ignite and you meet 11 people from different walks of life, not just cancer, different walks of life. And you walk away with new insights into um, how other people deal with challenges, how other people feel resilient. And so I think it's, 
the advantage really of even people who come from a rare um, cancer or rare disease state that that everybody's different you know versus some of these other organizations where it's all breast cancer or all prostate cancer we really try to make sure our cohorts are as diverse as possible in all facets of the word yeah no I think that's I think that's great because I think you're right like I think that, per, that our perspective that's you know in, in speaking to kind of why you started a breast chapter that's that's why your perspective changed is because you went and you actually immersed yourself in experiencing the trials of other people um, yes. and just, and maybe not, I guess maybe not experiencing, but just to, to seeing firsthand, like, oh, other humans have difficulties. Other humans have their brand of hard, so to speak. And it might not be my brand of hard, but like, we can all still, you know, we can all still relate. We can all still find commonalities in our experience and in kind of the moving forward process. Absolutely. And so often those emotional scars are are, there's a lot of similarities across all types of cancer. You know, it's the, the treatment might be different, the side effects might be different, the prognosis, but we all have to deal with a lot of uncertainty. We have to deal with a lot of loss. And so those themes, I think, are universal. And so that's what we really try to focus on is universal themes. So just, uh, I guess, as far as who's teaching these workshops, um, who typically is teaching these, you know, this, this 10-week Ignite program? So we have a team of facilitators that have gone through extensive training. Typically, they are patients or caregivers, so people who've been personally impacted by cancer, who've learned the Fresh Chapter model. Some of them are also life coaches um, and sort of in a variety of other facets in their life take care of people. But we're also actively training alumni from our community to become facilitators. It's not a therapeutic intervention. We don't have therapists or social workers facilitating. It's it's designed to be a peer-to-peer model with extensive training to, to help people feel prepared for it. Yeah, for sure. So it would be just, I guess, to kind of give a real life example, this would be like, if I were to go through the Ignite program myself and then decide I wanted to you know, apply to be a facilitator, then it would be like me teaching the workshops to uh, 12 other people. Yeah. So if you decided you wanted to become a facilitator, you'd go through the facilitation interview process. Then you would do two different facilitator training programs and then work with an experienced facilitator. But there would be the potential for sure to become a facilitator. Um, So what have you found as far as the people who go through this program? Like what is kind of the general feedback? Um, Or maybe, you know, I guess if you have any testimonials in front of you that you want to read about like people who've gone through the Ignite program. Well, one of my favorite uh, things that somebody said, she said it was Ignite was like kindergarten for adults. She said, I came in thinking it was just going to be about my cancer story, but it taught me so much about life and myself. Um, And so I love that part. One of the things that people really love is the partner discussions. They think it's going to be awkward and it usually is at the beginning. You know, you're sitting, sitting down, meeting somebody new every week for 30 minutes, but people develop such strong connections that way. And so I think probably what people would say is they learn new tools that they can apply to their life, things that tools that help them in their relationships, in their jobs, you know, beyond just the cancer experience, how to really hold space for difficult emotions, how to deal with contradiction, how to navigate change. But yeah, kindergarten for adults really made me smile when she said that. That is cute. (laughs) That is super cute. Um, Okay, so let's move on a little bit to these Empower workshops. So the Empower workshops are you know, covering some of some of the same kinds of content or the same themes, but they are not in a 10-week structure. And how do people apply to be, you know, a part of those? Is that application basis or is it just a kind of first come, first serve? 
Yeah, it's just registration on the website. And so we have four one-hour workshops and then one that's slightly different. It's a two-hour storytelling for impact workshop. So that one's really around how to begin to share stories. Could be your cancer story. It could be broader stories in life. Um, but yeah, first come, first serve. Uh, register online. And then for Ignite, just to come back briefly to that, the application window for our fall session is coming up. It's June 13th through the 26th. And then the sessions will run September through November. But the goal is for Empower to have at least two, sometimes three workshops a month. Okay. Yeah. And I think just from what I've seen, from what we've been sharing, there have been at least two each month for the last couple months um, of those Empower workshops. So those are the ones that anyone can basically sign up to register for those. And they don't have to necessarily wait for, you know, five, six months and into the future to, to be part of the workshop. Um, okay. So during, during those Empower workshops, um, you said they're like one to two hours long. Um, how big do those groups tend to get? And like, how, do, how does the discussion kind of happen? Yeah, they're really interactive. That's the goal of them. So there's a lot of discussion, some individual reflection. The group size ranges. I mean, we could have up to 20, 25. Usually it's 10 to 15. That's usually, and that's a good size. There's a kind of a magic to the number 12. That's why we have circles with 12 people in them. It's big enough that you feel like you don't have to speak, but small enough that you feel like you're really part of something. So that's sort of our sweet spot for all of our programs. Okay. I'm trying to think of like questions that people could have. So do you have, um, just as far as the, the Ignite programs go, like do you, do you have any, any way of, of maybe distinguishing between, you know, someone who's maybe in the midst of a cancer diagnosis, maybe dealing with metastatic disease versus someone who is maybe out of treatment and like, you know, they're five years down the road and they're like, okay, like I still feel like cancer took over my life. Like how do I, how do I move forward? Um, do you have any kind of a discrepancy in the types of groupings when you do the applications or do you mostly just kind of seek for that diversity? Definitely seek for diversity. I will say that Fresh Chapter is not an intervention for the point of diagnosis. So usually the first zero to six months, people are really just in the thick of trying to figure out what's happening, which way is up. And we do a lot of reflection on sort of what does cancer mean to me? How has it impacted my life? So I would say six to 12 months is the minimum that people would want to come to an Ignite experience. Our Empower programs tend to attract some people that are really in the thick of it, but we have opportunities for people that are five years out, 10 years out, that just haven't had a chance to process what they've been through, or people living with metastatic disease. We see the gamut, um, as well as, or people who finish treatment, and they're hopefully sort of moving forward. It's, it's a range, and I think that lends itself well to learning from each other. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I guess I say that because like, I know for, for our community, we have, um, we have a weekly zoom support meeting where it's just patient to patient, you know, stare, you know, tell, telling stories, talking about what's going on, asking questions of patients who have kind of gone through the same things. Um, and this is very unique to, to our patient community because it's just patients with ocular melanoma and dealing with metastatic ocular melanoma. Um, but I guess I was curious, like, have you, have you found, you know, within the Ignite workshops, have you found that like, some people have a harder time maybe sitting with people who have metastatic disease or who are living with metastatic disease just because of that, that fear of the uncertainty is so high? Or do you find that the tools kind of help them to, to like learn to sit with that, so to speak? I think both. I think, you know, just as humans, when we, when we hear of other people's struggle, it's hard to not think about our own stories and think about our own challenges. And at the same time, I see so many examples where someone might be early stage and they become friends with somebody who's metastatic 
and they start to realize that you can live a full life while living with metastatic disease, although it comes with so many struggles, that there can be there can be that sort of broadness to life. And so I think there's some really beautiful shared learnings. And I think it can still be hard. You know, cancer is so hard for all of us. And so, but for us, it's really making sure that people with metastatic disease feel very much included, you know, so that fresh chapter is for them as, as well as it is for somebody who might be no evidence of disease right now and really yeah. healthy. No, I feel like that's such an important distinction because I think, I think at least, at least what I've noticed in the, you know, two years of my cancer diagnosis is that at some point in the early part of my own diagnosis, it, it became a little bit like scary to even like entertain the story of someone who had 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 the same cancer that I have, maybe the same biopsy results, and then went metastatic later because it was, but, but again, it, it was not about, it wasn't about them. It was actually more about me. Like it was about my own fear and like, and about navigating, like, how do I sit with that, that possibility? Um, and just learn to, you know, really it's just learning to get comfortable with the uncertainty of everything. Um, and I guess I've found like over the last year, like that it's, it's gotten easier, but it's, it's not because anyone else has changed anything. It's because I have adapted in the way that I am able to sit with that. Um, so I think that's neat that like you could, you could mention that both the empower and the ignite workshops focus a lot on that uncertainty aspect because we like all live that <laughs> really. I mean, I, I think I've talked about this many times before, but I think really all humankind lives with uncertainty. We just delude ourselves into thinking otherwise. And then a cancer diagnosis just pops your bubble and like says, nope, it's still here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I think helping people know that each of our stories is different. We talk about that a lot. Like not every tool that we teach resonates with every person. Not everybody impacted by the same cancer has the same outcome. Like we're all just living our own experience of cancer and showing up and supporting each other through the process is so powerful. Yeah, for sure. So how, um, like as you have people kind of continue through the Empower workshops, how, I mean, I guess this is maybe not the Empower workshop, sorry, the Ignite experience. Um, how do you go about making sure, you know, that, that it's accessible to people um, with time differences, maybe with, you know, different things going on with appointments or just life in general? Um, like do the, do the empower, I mean, sorry, the ignite workshops get recorded for people to like come back to later if they miss it. Like how does that kind of work for the 10 week, the 10 yes. week programs? So we try to schedule them at different times of the day so that on the whole people could, um, find a, a session, a class time that generally works with them. We know that life happens. So if somebody does miss a session, um, we do have a recorded uh, version. It doesn't include any of the discussions. Part of what makes the experience rich is the discussions with other people, but we don't record those for privacy reasons. But someone can still access the content. We had a team of alumni that came up with a really beautiful companion workbook. So everybody has access to that workbook, to a website full of resources, and then the recordings if they miss a call. Okay, awesome. I feel like that's kind of just an important thing to know just because sometimes recordings are very helpful. Um, I guess that's the beauty of a virtual platform is being able to do something like that. Um, okay. So just, I guess maybe to kind of close out, what have you felt like has been maybe the top, the top three benefits to hosting these kinds of workshops for different cancer patients across all demographics, across various different stages? Um, what do you feel like is kind of the, I guess it could even just be the main major benefit of like, why, why do this? Why have this kind of patient to patient support? Um, and this community that's built outside of your own maybe niche cancer diagnosis? 
I think at the core, what we do at a fresh chapter is really around creating a sense of belonging. I think everybody wants to feel like they're not alone and that they belong somewhere. And so that's really at our core. But then the other pieces we talk about is really helping people feel new perspectives, new possibilities, and new purpose. And so those are kind of the three P's that we focus on through a fresh chapter. I love that. Okay. Well, um, how can people find you and just like find your resources um, so that they can, you know, maybe test out one of the upcoming workshops this month or next month and get on that application process if they would like to apply for the Ignite experience? So if they just come to our website, afreshchapter.com, and from there you can navigate to our programs, learn more about Empower and Ignite. Um, and then as we talked about earlier, Empower, you just need to register. And then with Ignite, applications open middle of June. The intention is to create as many um, openings as people want to participate in Ignite. The application process is really to give people a chance to explore if it's right for them. So a chance to talk to an alumni, see if it's a good fit, and then if we can't fit people into the next round, then they have a guaranteed spot on our wait list for the next time uh, we, we run the programs. And as we grow our facilitation team, we'll be able to do more Ignites at a time. So we're continuing to scale in that way. Awesome. Okay. Well, I feel like that's just great information. And then just for social media purposes, they can also find you on both Facebook and Instagram. And it's just the at a fresh chapter. Yeah. Um, and they have great content and you guys are more than welcome to give them a follow. I tag them in plenty of stuff every, every week at least. Um, but I hope you guys, like anyone who is tuning in live, anyone who comes to find the recording, um, I hope you guys will consider taking advantage of at least some of these Empower workshops. Um, I have been meaning to do one. I just have had crazy, crazy kid life the last couple of months. So um, my plan is this month or in June is to jump on one of those. Um, and then I know I personally would really like to do the, the Ignite workshop. So I'm going to get on the application myself. Oh, um, great. <laughs> but um, Terry, thank you so much like for just just for joining us briefly to talk about this and to just get this out there so that our patient community knows. Um, I just I love I love this kind of support group because I'm I'm the same way. I feel like I feel like I grow the most through whatever hard thing I'm going through when I find people who can share in that experience, even if it's not exactly the same. Because I mean, really, no no two persons' experience, even of the same diagnosis, are the same. So. Um, is there anything that you want to say just to kind of wrap it up? I just want to say thank you, Danae, for hosting this conversation today, for spreading the word about A Fresh Chapter, and for all the work that you do. Really, really inspired by your work, and it's been a pleasure chatting with you today. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, and thank you anyone who was able to tune in live over on Facebook. Um, and we will make sure that this recording is up, and we'll get it out to you um, once we have the podcast recording ready to go. Um, but thank you again for joining us, you guys. Thanks for joining us today. I know this one was kind of short, but I hope it's a little bit of a, a breather from some of our longer interviews because we can tend to have longer interviews. So this one, this one was a necessary um, abbreviated one, but thank you again, Terry, for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us today on the I Believe podcast brought to you by Castle Biosciences and produced by Agora Media. Please be sure to subscribe, and if you're so inclined, send this episode over to friends, family, and share on your social media to help spread awareness around OM. If you have a moment, leave us a brief review or consider making a donation to the links in the show notes to keep our podcast going. Feel free to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Insight. We'll see you next time on the I Believe podcast.